Welcome back, Imaginers. Today, I am so excited to talk to you about a topic that is been a game changer in my life when I finally understood what this meant. And that is the difference between strengths and superpowers. I first began to understand the power of this differentiation when I really got intimately involved into the details of what the difference was between another term for this concept is from a book that is called The Big Leap. And it talks about the difference between your zone of excellence and your zone of genius. And I think sometimes those can be, these concepts can be similar, but I want to go into more depth about this today because as my clients and and certainly on my own journey, as they continue to uncover and refine where they're really heading with their career and how they want to spend their time, even some elements of their their personal life, they would probably say, incorporating something that they might even consider a hobby into their new career or their business that they're creating. All of this, what seems like kind of some detail, can become incredibly powerful as we continue again to refine, differentiate, close the gap, I call it, between some major areas and and really that refinement of what you want your, your career and your life to include, how you want to spend your time. So the way that the big leap explains this is that your zone of genius are the things that you would do for free, that time flies by when you're working on them, the things that come easily to you, the things that you can't believe someone would pay you for. Those are your zone. That's your zone of genius. And according to the book, we should be spending the majority of our time in our zone of genius. And I think he recommends 70 to 80%. And as you start to identify what is in your zone of genius, what most of my clients find out, and certainly what I figured out, is that I was... I was using my zone of genius as sort of the, the icing on the cake, but the, the rest of the cake was things that were in what, again, the book would call zone of genius. I mean, zo- excuse me, zone of excellence. Zone of excellence are things that you're great at, probably how you've spent most of your career, but not something that you would continue doing if you won the lottery. And you know, that's one of my most important questions (laughs) that I ask you, my audience and my clients is if you won the lottery, would you continue to do the job you're doing? And if the answer is no, then we have some uncovering to continue to do. But your zone of excellence can be confusing because it. Again, it's something that you really are good at. It probably comes somewhat easy to you. 
you probably became known for that area, perhaps in your organization or in your career, and you continue to probably move up in that area. You were tasked with special projects in that area. And again, you spent a lot of time continuing to refine, which of course made you just better and better at that area. But again, for me, the vital question is, would you continue doing it if you won the lottery? Now for me, if I won the lottery, I would continue coaching. I would continue creating concepts, concepts and content, intellectual property, teaching, encouraging, inspiring, curating information. I love doing all of that. I realized I was doing it already, even when I was working in my zone of excellence. And so I have created a career and a life where I spend the vast majority of my time in all of those areas. But it wasn't always that way. And for most of my clients, I find the same thing to be true. Today, I want to talk a little bit more about this concept, but from the perspective of strengths versus superpowers, because I was listening to a podcast recently with one of my favorite luminaries of all time, Marcus Buckingham. Marcus Buckingham is a British, I think he's a, his, his background is research, but psychology-based Um, he used to work for the Gallup organization and now he has his own business. He also is British and is very easy on the eyes. So when someone asks me who my celebrity crush is, I often mention Marcus Buckingham. (laughs) And that's another insight into my zone of genius because that's the first person who comes to mind. It's someone who has continued to inspire all of the areas of my zone of genius. But Marcus Buckingham did an interview recently where he talked about that the, the term strengths can be a misnomer, which definitely got my attention when I was listening, uh, when I started listening to the podcast. And he went on to explain that strengths even though he used to work for Gallup, you know, using strength finders. Again, I found this sort of fascinating. He believes that strengths can be a misnomer because just because you're good at something doesn't mean it's what you want to be doing. It's, it's how you want to spend your time. And this reminded me so much of that book, The Big Leap, because Your strengths could be your zone of excellence. Again, something that you're really good at, something that you've probably spent a lot of time honing, but not something that you would continue to do if you won the lottery. For me, another way of explaining your zone of genius is your superpowers. This has become a popular question over the last decade. It's certainly something... I see in the vernacular of society, sometimes on social media. And your superpower can be many things. It can encompass a lot of different areas, but it's something that not only you're great at, but you love doing. 
for me, some of my superpowers are speed reading. I was somehow fortunate enough to learn speed reading when I was in fifth grade. I have no idea why that happened. I have no idea why they taught us that in the class. But not only has it served me, but I already loved reading as a kid in college, grad school to this day. I love reading, always simultaneously reading multiple books at one time. And I love curating that information for you, giving you the nuggets that are most actionable, the game changing concepts. And speed reading has been incredibly invaluable in that process of serving up all of those things. But it also happens to be something I love. So as I mentioned, when I was in my previous career doing something I was really good at, but it was not something I would have continued if I had won the lottery. But reading, curating, all of that is something I would have continued. And that is why I call it a superpower or my zone of genius. That's one element. Another superpower I have is picking out the exact card that is needed for whatever occasion comes up. I have always enjoyed cards. I love tactile things. I love markers and stickers, and I love to scrapbook, and I love cards. I've always got a collection of cards, and I am looking at them throughout the whole year, looking for the perfect one for a future event, or even a certain kind of message. Sometimes I don't exactly know who the card is meant for, but it says something that is incredibly meaningful to me. And I know that it will, that the opportunity, the situation will present itself when it's supposed to, and I will have the perfect card for that. And that is something I've now incorporated into my business. I love to send out cards. I love to send out encouragement, congratulations, inspiration, And that is something that I would say is a small element of my business, but something that I I hold dear, something that I would be doing anyway, and why not incorporate that into my business? I think that superpowers are oftentimes what we're known for, sometimes with our friends and family. Sometimes our superpowers don't come out in our day-to-day life. It can come out in smaller ways. Perhaps it comes out on a review someone has given about you. I used to have a manager who would often tell me things about myself I didn't often recognize on my own. I remember I had a manager once who told me that I was clever. And at the time, although it landed with me, I never would have described myself as clever. But that is something that, again, I have realized over time 
is really a superpower. It's something that I think makes creating content and curating information easy for me, but also really enjoyable for me. And again, those are some of the traits that you know it's a superpower versus a strength. I'm sure we can all think about an example of some kind of project that we've been given or some committee that we were assigned to because we were really good at something, but it's not something that we love doing. And that is a big difference as you continue to identify how you really want to spend your time. And in this podcast, Marcus Buckingham was talking about that oftentimes when we focus on our strength versus our superpower, that we can end up in a life and career where we're great at something, but it doesn't fill our cup. And it certainly isn't something we continue to do if we won the lottery. (laughs) If we had a financial windfall that sort of removed all of the required reasons that many of us go to a job or continue to move in the direction of a career. On this podcast, he was talking about the some of the research work that he's done. And his new focus these days is on really identifying people that love their work, actually love their work. And when I think about my clients, my listeners, my readers, that's how I feel. It is a feeling of love. And I think that's another good lens to use when you're thinking about work that you want to do or people that you want to work with or connect with. Are they people that you love? Are they people that have traits that you want to continue to be connected to? Those are another, that's another good way to really identify is this Is this business? Is this group of people? Are these archetypes? Are the things I'm going to be doing with them or for them? Are they attributes that I love, that I want to come in contact more with? My archetype, my client that I love is a seeker, is someone who knows that there's there's something more that she wants and she continues to find ways to slowly uncover it, to learn more, to find ways to take a small step forward, to grow a little bit, to learn a little bit more about something that she's interested in, to identify things that she's already doing that might fit into that puzzle. And those are the people that I want to continue to attract and to work with and to build community with. And that's a part of identifying the elements of your superpower, again, versus your strength. 
when I left corporate America, I had spent the vast majority of my career as a speechwriter, primarily for executives. And when I first left corporate, I thought those were the people that I was going to be coaching. I knew how to do it. I had relationships with those kind of people. But I realized that was my strength. That was my zone of excellence. That was not my superpower. That was not my zone of genius. We oftentimes get so confused. I certainly used to be confused about, you know, what I was great at versus what I really wanted to spend my time doing. And this is why I wanted to talk about this topic today, because the way that Marcus Buckingham explained it just hit me in a different way. And I think sometimes sharing the same concepts, but in different ways for me is really helpful as I continue to grow my understanding and sort of sit with things and really decide, you know, how I'm going to apply them um, by things resonating in, in different ways. One of the things that Marcus also talked about was in this research where he was looking at people who love their jobs. One of the things that he, one of the groups that he did research with was the Disney organization. And they looked at different, all kinds of parts of the organization. But one of the stories that he told specifically was around the housekeeping staff. And there was a couple of housekeepers that the Disney guest would ask for by name over and over. They wanted to be in this part of the hotel with this housekeeper specifically, and they would name that housekeeper. And so Marcus went and interviewed these housekeepers trying to figure out what, what was it about them specifically? Because when you think about Disney as a whole, the entire Disney organization is based on creating a magical experience, right? Imagineers, that's their, that's what they call their employees. And so he, he wanted to understand specifically what lens these housekeepers used to create this experience that was above and beyond what's already an outstanding experience when you go to Disney. So we're talking the, you know, the creme de la creme here. And what was interesting is that they had different lenses that they were using. They were not the same and they were not taught. A couple of them were, one of the housekeepers said, I love seeing the lines when I am vacuuming the carpet. It really appeals to my methodical nature. And I love seeing where I vacuumed, where I haven't. And that, that inspires me. Another housekeeper said, I actually lie on the bed and experience the room as the guest would. I turn on the TV. I turn on the fan. I do the things that a guest would do and see what that experience is like. And have I missed anything? These, again, are lenses 
that no one taught them. These are innate lenses and traits and passions that are part of their superpowers, that are part of their zone of genius, the things that they love. They love to think about what a guest perspective would be. They love the methodical achievement of the lines in the carpet. Same thing with me. I think about, you know, going to a store and I always check out the card section. I go to a store and I always check out the book section. I'm always reading about the latest research in neuroscience. (laughs) At the airport, I am scanning the magazines and the books to look at what is new in neuroscience and the psychology of happiness and personal development. I follow think tanks that specialize in these areas. This is what I'm doing naturally. This is my superpower. This is my zone of genius. What are you doing already? What draws you in when you're in an airport or in a store or you have the world of Google at your disposal? What kind of things do you search for? That has nothing to do with perhaps your current career, your current role. What are you what are you doing on the side? Those are whispers into your zone of genius, into your superpowers. They come naturally. What we are drawn to naturally is the roadmap to our dreams. Not my quote, but it's a great one. (laughs) It comes from one of my mentors. On the road to the life and career that you imagine, that you, you have this sort of picture of in your head, it's, it's a little fuzzy right now. You know what some of the corners are. You know what some of the, the non-negotiables are. Some of it is, is blue. You don't know if it's sky. You don't know if it's ocean. But as you continue to identify what those pieces are, your puzzle, your picture is going to become more and more clear. So I encourage you to kind of just watch yourself, be a, you know, we call it in the coaching world, sort of being in your higher brain, being an observer, wise mind, it's sometimes called. It's when you sort of are outside yourself, but you're still watching yourself. And you kind of notice things like, oh my gosh, every time I go to a store, I go to the book section, I go to the card section. Every time I'm in an airport, what am I looking at? What interests me? What am I drawn to? All of those are the elements of what your career and life in your zone of genius, using your superpowers, looks like. You know that I'm cheering you on to this uncovering, to this activation. Check out my whole podcast if you're just listening for the first time. I'd love for you to leave a review. Tell me what is resonating with you. Send me an email. 
My website has some resources, including a free session. If you'd like to chat more, learn more about my coaching process, I have a system that I use with myself. It is now what I use with my clients to help you uncover and activate your superpowers, your dream career and life. It is all out there waiting for you. I'm just going to help you put some of those pieces together by extracting what is already in inside of you. It is already there and available. We're just going to extract it and then activate it. Go out there this week and take a small step to continuing that uncovering, identifying what are some of the things I love to do? What are some of the things that I would continue to do even if I wasn't making money? Those are the the beginning whispers of your superpower, of your zone of genius. Go out there and move toward them. Take care, everyone. If you want to start creating the career of your wildest dreams, sign up for my weekly email at kylamartinconsulting.com forward slash inspiration. This is your destination for uncovering your purpose, removing any obstacles, and creating the career you imagine. 